Welcome to the Sophia Speaks Podcast. This is where I, Sophia, a real woman, speak to real women and some men about issues that matter to real women. Sometimes our conversation will be heavy. Sometimes they'll be light, but they are always informative and will always make you think. If you have a comment or want to ask a question, call 786-749-TALK. That's 786-749-8255. Now, without further ado, let's talk about it. Hey, 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 welcome to day three. Thank you so much for hanging in there. It's time to go ahead and get rocking and rolling. So the title of the episode is You Are What You Eat. You are what you eat. And we've all heard the term before. We've probably heard it countless times. It's meant to convey that what you ingest is directly connected to what happens within your body, be it um, good foods, bad foods, whatever the case may be. We um, are kind of hung up on this thing of what we're putting in our bodies, especially now. There's different types of diet. There's the keto diet that's popular right now. There's the intermittent fasting. There's good old just working out and watching what you eat. But so we all agree. Good foods bring good results. Likewise, bad foods, if you could see me, you would see the air quotes because I feel food in and of itself isn't bad. It's just abused. But anyway, bad food makes you gain weight. It causes your cholesterol to go up or clogs your arteries and all those things that, you know, happens when you ingest too much of the so-called bad foods. But again, I'm of the mindset that one bad meal won't make you unhealthy, neither will one good meal make you healthy. So with that same concept in mind, wouldn't you think that applies to all areas of your life? All right, let me explain. If you feed on a steady diet of anything bad, it has a negative effect on you. Be it people, be it music, be it um, what you watch on television, anything you ingest that's negative, you run the risk of putting out something negative. So we're constantly seeing negative images. Um, it can affect your faith or your outlook on life can be skewed. But no matter the situation or the area, there is always a great possibility that if you don't set clear boundaries about your peace in your life, your peace of mind, and you allow other people to constantly, other people, places, things, whatever you want to call them, you allow them into your space, it will cause your heart, your mind, your body, and your spirit to end up in a precarious predicament and you won't know how you got there. And for those of you who are just tuning in, this is um, Sophia Antoine. It's my podcast and I am sharing 40 lessons I've learned on the way to my 40th birthday. My 40th birthday is November 25th of this year and I just want to share a few things that I've picked up along the way. Okay, um, so I should have done that in the beginning, but I was just so excited to jump right in. And that's what happened. So stop listening to regurgitated, regurgitated issues that have nothing to do with you. This would help. 
it would help greatly. Because a lot of times we feel as though we have to listen to our friends, we have to listen to our family, we have to listen to our coworkers, or whoever it is at the time, that we have to listen to them talk about the same subject that's been giving them trouble over and over and over again. But you don't have to. See, you can listen the first time, and I'm okay with that. You can listen the second time. I understand. But once it becomes a third, fourth, and fifth time, do they really want help? Do they really want you to offer solutions? Or are you the dumping ground for their negativity? So what usually happens is people will talk and talk and talk and they feel better after dumping all their stuff out on you. And then you're left holding it and you're left trying to process it and you're trying to find an answer when they've in fact moved along because they feel freer, they feel lighter and they've gone away and they're okay now, they're good. So my question to you is why carry and pay for baggage that does not belong to you? Think of it as going on an airline. It's my understanding that most airlines now charge for bags. I've not flown in about a year, but the prices were pretty high when I last flew. And especially if the bag is overweight. So if it doesn't meet the weight criteria set by the airline, you have to pay extra. Same way in life. If you're carrying somebody else's baggage, you're going to pay for it. Be it with your attitude, be it with your well-being, be it with your time, be it with your patience, be it with how this you're internalizing this stuff and passing it along to the other people in your life. And it didn't even originate with you. The issue didn't begin with you. So why do it? As a result of me having this philosophy of you are what you eat, I also realized that you don't help before you're asked. And you may be like, okay, Sophia, that's, that's not really nice of you because a lot of people need help. And if I see someone who needs help, I am obligated to help them. I feel as though I'm obligated to help them. I understand. That may apply when you are walking out of a door and you hold it for somebody else or you're walking into a door, either way. That may apply when a little old lady needs help crossing the street or an old man. That may also apply when you see somebody struggling, a pregnant mom coming from the grocery store, she's struggling to carry her bags. Fine. But that doesn't always apply to people with issues in their personal lives. It doesn't always apply to them because you may attempt to help and they don't want it. So you're left feeling confused. You're left feeling rejected and you just don't know where to go from there. And you that kind of mars the relationship. So there are some people you know you've helped out of a situation multiple times, but until they hit rock bottom, you're gonna keep being the one they run to because you enable them to do that. So trust me when I tell you that when a person is really ready, they know exactly how to end the cycle. So the takeaway from today's lesson 
is to make sure you find out what works for you and be steadfast in your stance. People know when they can push your boundaries. People know when you're, you're really standing firm on an issue and when they can push you over. People know that you're a doormat. Not you in particular, but they know a doormat when they see one. Or if you stand fast in something and then all of a sudden one day you said, let me make an exception, they're gonna redo whatever action it took to make you make that exception over and over and over again. That's how people are built. Not everybody, but some, but not all. Don't allow anyone to guilt you into consuming their mess as it has the potential to make you sick. I understand there'll be times when you have a cheat day, back in reference to food, but apply it to everything else. You're gonna have a cheat day, you're gonna wanna help somebody, but as soon as you see it going left, as soon as that thing, that gut instinct tells you this is gonna go left, you walk away. That takes strength. It took me time and it took me strength. Um, as I was recounting a, a story to a coworker today, I was telling her I had this friend and her guy was cheating on her and had told her. And he just blatantly told her, oh, Sophia's telling a lie. She and I fell out for months, I think. Months, if not a couple years. We didn't speak, nothing. The, the friendship had, had, you know, just gone to, to hell. But coincidentally, if you want to call it that, the same girl that I told my friend that he was cheating with came up pregnant. Guess whose baby it was? Now, I know that was my friend. I was obligated to tell her, but she didn't want my help. This is partially why this lesson came about. So just be careful in the people you choose to help. Make sure they really want help. And most of the times when people want help, they'll let you know. They'll start taking steps on their own. And all you have to do is encourage them along the way. Okay? Get back to what makes your body make work at peak performance. I'll repeat that because I messed up. Get back to what makes your body work at peak performance. Too many P's in that word, that sentence. But if it's something you need to do, like meditate or pray or fast or something like that, do it. Stop denying yourself the time you need to make your body run optimally. If it's exercise, do that. If it's spending time alone, do that. But take time to find out exactly what you need and do it. Create a system, write down a schedule, do whatever it takes because you are what you eat. Be it any one of your five senses, you're ingesting something. If you're listening to crap, you're ingesting it via your ears. If you're looking at stuff you're not supposed to, you're ingesting it via your eyes. If you're eating a lot of bad foods, you're ingesting it via your mouth. If you're 
um, going places or being touching or being touched by someone that doesn't mean you any good. You're ingesting it via your touch. So you can internalize or consume things with any of your five senses. Um, so take care of yourself because you are what you eat and you turn into that. And it's, it seems to be happening more quickly these days because everybody seems to be so sensitive. So again, thank you so much for listening. This was day three of my 40 days to 40. It's where I share 40 lessons learned in no particular order from my time here on this big blue marble. If you missed the first two days, take a few minutes to catch up. As you can see, the episodes aren't really long. They're not long at all. I made them short, sweet, and easy to consume. If you'd like to connect with me further, go to bit.ly slash connect with coach. There you will find links to my social media. Um, you can book a discovery call if you need coaching or send me an email. You can send me an email right from my website. That's sophiaantoine.com. And I'd love to hear from you. I am thankful for all of the encouragement I've received just far after just a couple of days. So make sure you reach out to me. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. And I certainly hope these are a benefit to you. And if there's a particular lesson you want to share, I'll gladly shout you out. So if it actually works in conjunction to something I was going to share already, that'll be great. Like I said, I'll gladly shout you out. So I will see you tomorrow for day four. And in the meantime, be courageous. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sophia Speaks podcast. We've had the conversation. You have the information. The question is, what are you going to do with it? See you in the next episode.